It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. You're here. You did it. You're here. Honestly, you know, I've been meaning to tell you, you're the best. You're just such a good listener and you always listen. And I think your listening skills don't get enough love. So if you're one of those people who's like, listen, I'm not sticking around for this whole podcast unless I am getting fucking complimented. I hope this suffice because this was actually a really genuine thing I needed to get off my chest and tell you. And Christopher feels nearly exactly the same, don't you, Christopher? Look into my eyes, Jeffrey. What do you see? <laughs> I see a man who is happy to be recording an episode of the good old cultural content consumption appraisal hour. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm coming out the gates hot today. Okay. Christopher knows Are why. <laughs> I'm not sure the people know why, but I have a very, I, I need to get straight into a, a week that was even before we explain what the podcast is about. I hope you don't know. Oh, mind, dear. <laughs> Here it is. I just saw. An Uber Eats advert with Robert De Niro. <laughs> and I don't know what to think about anything anymore. <laughs> okay. I really, I have spent in t like, let's talk about ads just for like 20 seconds. I'm going to. Because I'm convinced I saw something the other day, which yeah. was the Lady Marmalade people. I could talk about these just eat adverts for like 60 minutes. Katy Perry on them. Now Christina on them doing the Moulin Rouge Lady Marmalade stuff. But, this Robert De Niro advert, I don't know what's going on. It's coming hot off <laughs> Does he the know tail. he's doing it? Yeah, I don't know if he knows he's doing it. <laughs> he got wheeled off the Martin Scorsese set like, I did a good job, right? And everyone was like, yeah, now go do this thing because uh, you need to make more money for all your lawsuits all the time, which is apparently a thing now. But I'm just going to direct everyone to this in the show notes, okay? Because now there needs to be a tiny brief corner of this podcast that covers adverts. And this is all just flaring up in my head because the new nationwide advert Yes, that's right. A banking advert, ladies and gentlemen, starring Don Dominic West. I saw it for the first time in the cinema and have now seen it on television several times. It's just a cheesy work of some sort of camp art, and I love it a lot, and I need to talk about it more. So I just need to put it out there because it's not long enough to be a pitch. But just in all this chat about ads we like and ads we find crazy, seek that one out for me. Check the show notes for a link. Um, so yeah, this is just classic, this podcast really, isn't it? Before I've even explained or <laughs> cooperated or participated in explaining the podcast, I'm just screaming things at you. Christopher, yep. help me get back on track. How do, how do we explain this podcast anymore? Well, we used to have a 30 second game where mm. we would clearly explain it to new mm. listeners. Then listeners started complaining about that game getting boring. So now we have to make that game interesting by mm. trying to add something suave and fantastic and exciting to it. Mm. So we're reviewing two things this week. We're reviewing Shit's Creek, a random episode from season two. Right. And we're reviewing a podcast because Jeff loves giving me podcasts. 
Um, so I so I thought, right, I could either get you to do the 30 second game um, in Moira's accent from Schitt's Creek because she's one of the wow. greatest characters that ever lived. But I thought wow. that would be mean. So <laughs> instead, yeah. I want you to do the 30 second game in the style of the podcast host that you made me listen to, who took 20 minutes to get to the point of the podcast <laughs> by jumping from tangent to tangent, from link to link to link to link to link. <laughs> so your challenge in this 30 second game is to finally get to the point of our podcast, but in the most long winded way possible, which oh, as I'm wow. saying it, I realize is how you used to play the 30 second <laughs> game anyway. But this is what we're going to do. Are you, Are you ready? You're, so your game is no game at all. Just be your most, be your best self, it's, be your most genuine self. It sounded like a great idea in my head until I said it out loud. Yeah, listen. Okay, I can, I can work, I can work my way. Okay, get in the zone. Yeah. Wait for but, the but, you, but if you know what I mean, though, he starts I do. I in do. one place and then ends up at a place. Yes. Cool. Your thirty seconds, Jeff. Yes. Starts now. Football is a game. Okay, but is it really a game? It's a game of emotions, okay? And you tune into it via connecting with other people. And one of the hosts of this podcast is a very shipper, a very stanner. There's lots of words you can use for this kind of guy, but he forms parasocial relationships with other people. And once the relationship between the hosts of the Guardian Football weekly show, James Richardson and Barry Glendening, fell apart, he had to say, okay, I need to go backwards a bit, find my own friend who I lost touch with for a while, get back together, get a podcast on the road, Heal, mend done. fences, okay? <laughs> We're mending fences here. We're healing. We're making podcasts in the shadows of podcasts fallen before us. I'm making hand gestures. For some reason, do, I pictured do the that... the 30 seconds finished. I, pic I pictured that host making hand gestures. I hope the this video ends up somewhere someday, okay? There's references. There's pauses. There's dramatic... There's hand gestures. <laughs> ...readings. Um, yes, okay. So that was hard. There's inserts. There's clips. <laughs> But I thought, as you were saying the, the, the game, I thought, okay, let me just find a reference in the back of my head. Those Guardian Football Weekly football. boys. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, how can I, how can I get there? And it's true. For the listener, that is a thing, okay? There was a podcast, and it had hosts. And I really, I keep doing this thing, ladies and gentlemen, where I will fixate on a friendship out there, and I'll be like, I really like them being friends. And then over and over again, there will be some sort of falling out or they won't be on the show together anymore or something. And it's just, it's just a hard thing. So, you know, this, this, this show is, a, is a tribute to um, Barry Glendening and James Richardson being friends. 30 off second off. game finished four minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reviewing the 30 second game. Noticed. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if I'm even here. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes sometimes we're having a conversation. I'm like, is he interrupting me? Is he talking to me? What's actually happening? Shall um, we start with what I just referenced then? We kind of have to now, right? Because week. the listener yeah, is like, it's sort of... What's going on? What's going on? And I guess what's going on is that I pitched to your boy, Christopher, 60 Songs That Explain the 90s, which is a podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, hosted by Rob Harvilla. And it sort of does what it says. It covers a song at a time per episode. He entitled this episode PJ Harvey's Scary Movies, and it's covering the PJ Harvey song from the 90s, which is entitled Down by the Water. And I wonder to open up with similar to we know already that you've shouted out how he's got quite a what, what is the best word? T tangential way of covering stuff. References upon references upon other references. It's almost like painting you a picture uh, of the, a, a word picture of the 90s and certain 
references and then at some point he starts talking about the song and you're like oh yeah this is about a thing but similar to the last song buried inside another bit of content that i pitched you last week um <laughs> let me open with it's this becoming one I, a theme <laughs> I, I feel i feel like we closed with this last week let me open it with it this week um did you listen to down by the water by pj harvey i actually didn't <laughs> <laughs> well, listen last week i don't think did i i don't know Okay. Probably this, during that podcast. This, this is, this I, is very... I heard a lot of stuff I never heard before in that podcast. Okay, yeah, that's great. Okay, great. So I like I like that we're getting the different flavors. Last week you did listen to Now and Then by the Beatles. This week you were talked at for an hour and twenty five minutes about this song, and now afterwards you're not even sure if you've listened to it. So that's I genuinely that is really funny and fantastic. Because... I think I went to a streaming server because the podcast ended with and now here is this song. Except oh, yeah. on on my podcast player song yes. didn't play uh, interesting okay are we are we gonna at the podcast player are we gonna it shout was, them? it was the apple podcast player mm. but mm. you know you're 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 a ringer mark so you yeah. just love listening to all your podcasts through spotify and we're grateful if they want to sponsor us then, uh, <laughs> <please>. <laughs> um but yeah so you yeah. asked me to listen to this podcast I did. Called 60 Songs That Explain the 90s, hosted by Rob Harvilla. And I'm annoyed you said all of that first because I wrote it down so that would Oh, not when he wrote it down, Jeff. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) It was a podcast that started in the early 2020s, I believe. And from a quick glance, it looks like there are more than 60 songs that made the 90s. (laughs) Yeah, you Um, fucking liar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because it seems like he's just still going. He's still out there and he's still doing it. Yeah. Um, but what threw me was that at the start of this podcast, he started talking about a film called Loaded Weapon One, which was yeah. a very similar sort of naked gun type film. And he was rambling about films that he loves from his childhood, which he's never watched again because he likes the memory of the film rather uh, than the film. Uh, and he was talking about feelings and art and nostalgia and went in literally yeah. circles around circles around circles, putting yeah. little clips in of adverts and all this sort of random stuff. Yes. And then to the point where I listened to this podcast while driving. Driving, which is oh, yeah. a bad mistake because I couldn't make a bajillion notes like I probably <laughs> should have done <laughs> because there was so much information flying at me, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, felt, yeah. I felt unprepared for a podcast yeah. where I was going to find out stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I felt unprepared. But, for a and podcast, also, but while I was driving, I checked that I was actually listening to the right podcast at one point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Firstly, listener, I hope you are better prepared for a podcast where you're gonna you're gonna find out stuff. Maybe I just want you to have that level of preparation and then feel disappointed. But I just like the idea of coming in prepared um, with mm-hmm. your little notebook. Um, I love the idea of our listeners all carrying around little notebooks, getting their pictures and scores down. Oh, I wonder what they're gonna pick. I think it's gonna be a two. Um, so, firstly, I like that <laughs> podcast prep, and secondly, yeah, that's really really funny that. Um, I'm out here watching the wrong episode of Drag Race, like, la, 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 I'm doing the right thing. And meanwhile, you're listening to the correct episode, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Is this the right one? That's hilarious. Um, did So did you actually have to double check or did he like half an hour I did, and start I talking about... I did double about... check and just make sure it did say PJ Harvey in the title. And I was like, I'm sure he'll get there eventually. Um, maybe he should take a rule out of our book and give people a little... 30 second game at the beginning of his, his podcast so people know they're in the right place and they know well, what I do getting. wonder I do wonder if I was if I wasn't the one pitching it I do wonder that's I think that's a really good question as a podcast consumer a podcast host a podcast I'm, I've got an interest in podcasts right I think it's an interesting question if you were like oh PJ Harvey I'm gonna start listening oh this is a fun podcast how long into it if it wasn't a pitch would you be like 
okay, listen, you're actually testing my patience here because for me, I guess the reason I put it across to you is I was so instantly charmed. I was like, actually, this could go on to be about anything. I, I went and... through various different emotions of how I felt about this man through, <laughs> throughout the start, throughout the hour and 20 minutes of listening to him just talk at me really yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did eventually get a guest and it's he not did. often we've, we've spoken about this before podcast yeah. where it is just that one voice just yeah. telling a story basically yeah. it's like an audiobook i guess yes um except he's basically talking about his life how he's discovered movies how he his relationship with movies and cinema growth oh jesus something just fell off my desk don't worry about that okay um uh what do you reckon it yeah, was he's talking about his relation sorry what was it is it everything around it, it was a it was a mobile phone. Okay, that's um, fine. If it was like a mug with like a hot um, orange water in it or something, then we'd probably need to pour. Or a hot gentleman banging a chair um, yeah. on it. Um, no one's going to get that reference. No. Um, <laughs> what was I saying, Jeffrey? I was I saying um, he was instantly just talking about his childhood and yes. discovering films and how there is he as he was growing up and he studied film by the sounds of things as well yes, in part yes. of his story because I was just learning about this random man's life um, <laughs> that um, his relationship with movies changed from seeing them as just sort of content that he enjoyed mm. or an experience at the cinema to then some films are just art yes. and you have to like almost look at them and review them differently and I thought that was quite interesting mm. um, he talked about how one of his favourite movies from the 90s was the Ace Ventura 2 trailer yeah. <laughs> which, which I thought was interesting and how like a whole audience in the cinema just cackled for the first time seeing that because the trailer caught everyone off guard you yes. thought it was going to be some weird movie about I don't know the jungle or something and yeah. then suddenly Jim Carrey pops out doing the Jim right. Carrey stuff mm. um, so th that was all really interesting and then he talked about how he, he managed to make a link from a movie that he watched to a band yes. that he first heard in a movie. Yeah. Um, he had some stories about Natalie Portman, but we'll skip over that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he eventually, from that song in a movie, got to that genre in the 90s, which then linked him to PJ Harvey eventually. Yes. And at this point, I think I was even at my destination of where I was driving. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> and now, you know, it's funny. Now that you're saying it, I'm like, I don't quite remember all of the like links to her necessarily beyond i didn't write any of that down it's all just coming no, back to me say, as i'm trying to recall what happened in the hour and very and even at the end of the pod he then got a guest on and they yes. just had a chat yeah they and did. they were talking about in jokes that i didn't get which yes. made me realize that our podcast is probably very similar to most people oh but... yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. i think her name was yassi selick nice um thank you yes. um but yeah and I think I learned about PJ Harvey. Yeah. Um, I realized that she was more rocky or yes. sort of grungy mm -hmm. back in the day to what I would possibly picture at now based yeah. on some, some stuff that I've heard, but sure. I don't know a lot about her really. Mm. I've never really gone down that sort of tangent of mm. artist. Mm. but you asked me to review a podcast. I did. Didn't so I? with the one, like I did with the one show, yeah. I reviewed the one show. Yeah, you did. And today you're reviewing the podcast, not necessarily the yeah. song. So that's that's yeah. that's a fun take, though. That um, I'm getting the vibe that you enjoyed the podcast as a podcast, but you didn't. You, you're not necessarily rating the podcast as a either PJ Harvey explainer or introduction. It's more like yeah. his own impressionistic sort of. I'll touch on down by the water and how it how it applies to me. But in mm. terms of its actual utility, getting you a newbie into it, maybe I was mm. listening it, to it too much as a fan already. 
and for a complete yeah. newbie both to the pod and the song is like okay listen this was fun this was a good ride into the 90s but i'm still mm. a bit like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah and and i think during a lot of his film chat i was like what is going on and i i, I, I felt <laughs> um well i'm trying to think yeah. of how i felt yeah I, I kind of... I, when you when you mentioned the ace ventura thing i think that that's a funny reminder i think that's the moment where i was like oh i might pitch this you know because i feel like this has almost gone down a a funny uh, rabbit hole of like, I wouldn't have expected this reference knowing what the mm. podcast is about. And me and you are Jim Carrey guys. We're movie guys. Yeah. The amount of cultural chat we have that crosses over. I'm like, okay, he's making, he's out here making links, but you're right. It did get pretty deep into film and Natalie Portman and this and that. Mm. And um, I can imagine a uh, part of you is like, Oh, I thought I was going to learn about PJ Harvey. What's mm. going on here? And, um, and what, what, what one, I think, what kind of worked for me is mm. that it was exp- it was explaining music to me or helping me discover music. Yes. But discover it as if I was in that time when it was coming out and how important yes. it was at that time to people, yes. which I think was a very interesting way of not just saying, here's a great album from the 90s, go listen to it now in now's context. It's kind yes. of like, no, it's given me a bit of a background. It's almost like um, those pages in the book before the book starts. Um, yeah. The prologue, the Give introduction, me... yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the forward—that was the word I was looking the for. The forward. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Thank <That's> you. The... <laughs> um, so it, it 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 sort of handed me all that context, and even to the point where he was talking about a lot of female singers from the time. Yes, and how your, your as a young man, Amos, as a young yeah. man in in the culture that it was then. Yes, he, I think he kept referring to being terrified of these women, or they yeah. scared him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he'd never seen women portrayed in such a way and he didn't know how to process that which i thought was a very interesting take um but then explains a lot of the time yes i think i think now now it's coming back to me too i think he he talks about the video for this song called man size and he talks about being really really terrified of that and he's 15 and it's like a very very just um unnerving liberated woman just on a mad one and he's just like not quite getting it i think that's a really good point because um i always class myself as a 90s child but realistically i'm a 90s child in the sense of a well in the sense that we were children yes but in the sense that we were actually (laughs) awarely awarely that consciously aware of Mm. the culture around us like you know okay computer came out in the 90s that is not when i got into okay computer nirvana and kirk bain all happened in the 90s that is not when like i was out here (laughs) fucking watching sesame street (laughs) when this shit is going down um so yeah, it's it was it was interesting to to re to relive it through his like the nineties is so I know I bemoan this this fact a lot, but the nineties are so historic now and this sort of podcast or retelling is gonna become more and more important because uh it's not just those little memory boxes you have that are locked up safe in your head. Like now new generations are gonna rely on shit like this to explain that decade to them, right? So mm. him painting this whole picture for you is uh is like an important uh, bit of scene setting for for new pj harvey fans in a sense mm. because the way content has gone if i was just coming up now I'd, my tangential brain enjoys the sort of weird connections inside references inside connections right i might get into her through through this so um mm. i i do wonder how much with all the stuff he's throwing at you did you have the occasional moment of like this pj harvey woman sounds interesting i want to listen or did was did that not fully come through enough in your opinion um, I think it did. Nice. But like like everything we talk about, it's yeah. 
finding time to slot it. In. Oh boy! Oh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, and I and I find I'm I'm very much there's a whole back catalogue there yes. that seems overwhelming. Oh yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that that's that's sense. that's yeah. fun. That's funny that that is the thing to come out of this because. <laughs> In a way, it's like, yeah, you needed an hour and 26 to get there. But at the end, there was this little treat of like, forget the whole back catalogue. Here's the one song you was talking about that you could start with now that you've spent way too long listening to him talk about it. But I totally get you. Um, I think I get stuck in these ruts um, with bands all the time. And I've come to like love it and actually appreciate it as part of the journey. But just like being intimidated by the back catalogue is a thing. But also, mm. you know what else is a thing? I say this to comfort some of our listeners who have felt similarly like there's something about the vibe here that's interesting me, but just it's too big. It's but In my genuine opinion, I've, it's taken me a long time. Sometimes I still get little bits of anxiety about it and like, oh, I bet I'd love this band. Why have I never given them enough time? Oh, I love this one song by this one band. How have I not listened to more? I really think it's a timing thing. Certain mm. times, suddenly you'll almost get filled with this like really fun, cool energy of like, oh, now's the time I'm ready for this. And you'll dive into yeah. all this shit. And other times it's like, actually, there might be a band who could be for you, but for 10 years you will listen to the same one song over and over. And it's okay that you have one band like that or several yeah. or loads. It's all a timing thing. It's all a psychic energy and space thing. Um, yeah. And I think I think that's, I that's just, fun. I think the last, I don't know, I was going to say 10 years of my life, mm. maybe. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I must have said it before on here. So mm. apologies to those listeners if I'm repeating myself. Mm. But I did Weeks I up. did sort of say this a week ago to someone else that music for me growing up was like a discovery thing. I had time to just delve into yes. back catalogues and just immerse myself in everything. Yes. But now there are just albums from artists that catch me at moments in my life. Yeah. And and that's kind of what the last ten years has been. Mm. It's been an album's come out and I've just gone into that album. We spoke about Lord before. How Melodrama is my Lord album. I don't like the one before and I don't really like the one after. But that Ooh. album for me caught me at a time. It's that sort of thing. Yes. Um, so that's probably where, like, if it was, I don't know, 18-year-old Chris, he'd probably right. go, right, time to do the PJ Harvey thing yeah, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. go, Jeff, give me the CDs. I'll listen right. to them on the bus. <laughs> it's so true. Um, yeah, I love that because now I like this idea of, like, now maybe the door is open a crack more because of a podcast, but, like doesn't mean you have to go rushing in it's just now you have got this other association yeah. if and when you do have the time or the, the inclination mm. or irony of all ironies when it comes to this beautiful little operation of ours this podcast maybe if this was just isolated in our non-pod lives and you listen to this you might actually have the mm. time to go listen but because we've got more pictures and episodes coming up it isn't quite hitting like it should but hey no, it would just join the pile of boy genius <laughs> the beths and hey, I was that other one from series one <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say out of the pile i thought boy genius and the beths were actually on the pile of like they're like low-key in the rotation where you wouldn't be it wouldn't be like pressing play as like a I have to like learn and discover and it's a bit of a chore the first listen. I feel like those ones would actually be like returning to a thing you know you like. Because that's the thing. Yeah. When you get into a new thing, it has to be one percent at least yeah. work. Sometimes you have to work. Yeah. And, and I don't... one day I'll pitch you Ice Spice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't be kidding. Listen, we need to I do feel like I had a thought today of just looking at my my scores for you, my own my own scores and uh just saying, like, listen, we, we're going through another period. It's just bunches of threes and fours, and 
if you want to throw something a bit more controversial out there, that, that would be an interesting time. But why did Ice Spice come to mind? Did, did you just think, who's a young artist who's current? I was just, yeah, just SNL um, musical oh, nice. guests nice. <laughs> that, nice. that we both probably skipped. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and I would love to guess your scores now. So I think I'm wrong now. I think I, so speaking of threes and fours, can, can, can I ask it in this way this week? Is it threes and fours? <laughs> No, just guess, just guess, Jeffrey. And then I'll tell you. Because I think, I think I was feeling threes and fours, but now I'm pretty sure my placement is wrong. And I actually changed one of them and went <gasps> higher right before the record. And now I think if I drop that back down, I might be on it. The listener is like, "Get to the fucking thing! I already don't understand you fucking sixty songs that explain the nineties rip off that also never gets to the point." Okay, calm down, listener. I started the show by complimenting you. My scores for you this week, my guesses is what we call them, are three to start because you were like do you like a pod and that was the extent of my thinking on that one then a four during because rob harvilla is funny he made me laugh that's one thing we didn't talk about in our review mm. um he's he, he's a lot he was a lol maker he'll make you lol if you're me anyway and i'm seeing you nod so maybe he got at least half out of you and i thought a four in retrospect i think it's threes across the board now that i'm done listening to you but what are we saying my guess is a three four four okay uh it was three <laughs> Yeah. In anticipation. Let's go. Let's just end it there. My review of Shit's Creek. <laughs> so it's a sitcom. Uh, three during. Ah. And then a four in retrospect. Oh, one off. Is your boy. One off. So you're, you're the... better than you think you are, Jeffrey. Well, here we Even go. Even if I can barely hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just count. You said a whole bunch of stuff just then that yeah. I had no idea what it was. Well, listen. <laughs> It was all really funny and good content. And even if the co-host can't appreciate the content, you, dear listener, you. It's all for you. So we're going to keep plodding on with all kinds of setup stuff that I'm not even going to reference because I was realizing how much I referenced it last week. And I, as a consumer, I will take a certain amount of that. But also I'll be like, we don't need to know this. Let's, let's not make this a part of the fucking show where you're moaning about the tech every week, goddamn. So mm-hmm. drawing drawing a line in the sand with that one. And now we get on to other people with their own quirks, their own foibles. It's not just your boy out here. Um, mm-hmm. In the sitcom entitled Shit's Creek, you've got Eugene Levy, who is the chap with the eyebrows I referred to last week. You've got Daniel <laughs> Levy. And uh, and it's just it's just a whole it's just a whole thing, really, that oh, this is this is this is the perfect connection with the band thing we were just talking about. There's a time. I was always hmm. like, I missed the Shit's Creek boat. And then it ended and everyone was like, oh, what a great show. And I was like, no idea, but cool memes, guys. It seems yeah. fun. Maybe <laughs> Did it ever I'll appear may- on Gogglebox? <laughs> I'm not, I never appeared on Gogglebox, so do you know what I mean? Um, but I, yeah, it's funny how, um, yeah, I, I always want, I, I feel like me and you have been a very weird pairing of sitcom enjoyers. I don't think mm-hmm. they're as fashionable as back in the day perhaps and i'm always looking for a laugh i'm always looking for a sitcom to call home i think you know to make that distinction once again i'm here for it's always sunny i'm here for some raucous laughter but i'm also a sitcom does have to feel like a warm cuddly blanket to me sometimes too i'm always after those twin things and if they can come together all the better so did schitt's creek season two episode three jazza girls feel like a warm cuddly blanket It, it you know it felt like do you know what it felt like it felt like you didn't know what you're watching. <laughs> it felt like it felt like the warm, cuddly blanket was covering my toes, which is a really nice feeling. 
because when it's just covering your bare exposed toes look at <laughs> even with the bad internet connection i can see it's like what the fuck are you talking about hear me out okay it felt we've like... been hearing you out for the last 27 minutes <laughs> you gotta plod on you gotta keep going deep into season two deep into season two um when you when your little toes are exposed it's just really nice to cover them with a blanket. And it felt like it felt like the beginnings, okay, of that relationship. I don't think you can get the warm blanket feeling. No, of course not. Of course to not. make to make a scientific statement we can all just agree with and move on. Um you can't get the full warm blanket experience from a single episode. Of course not. I still remember my first episodes of Friends Ever, rented from Variety Video in North Harrow, shout out, when I was sick during um a summer when I used to go to play scheme and play games and i was sick and i got these videos and it was the eddie run during the end of season two and you know three four episodes in when you get that feeling of like oh shit i'm gonna binge this this is making me feel so mm. happy to just be cuddled up and not doing anything but watching this I, I i for the purposes of our beautiful show i stopped myself but i can very much see myself going back to to watch this show and getting the the comfy blanket experience now because every character did the thing you said of sticking out and showing their their personality um, it did make mm -hmm. me think it's funny how I, I don't know if you, you will agree with this. Right. But like we've done a few pitches now where like it's in the middle of a show as opposed to the pilot. Yeah. And also in life. Right. Organically, it probably happens less in the age of streaming and on demand. But like the way you'll discover a show will sometimes be in the middle. Right. Yeah. So that just happens. Right. And um, it made me think of the show, The Goldbergs, that I watched in the middle. And I was like, this is really fun. Um, but mm. I just didn't quite get it together to go back and watch it just a timing thing who knows but it's just funny how no matter what where you start in the middle it'll always feel like a pilot like it's always got that feeling of like oh i don't quite know you guys yet this is our first yeah. date so even though they are probably like finding their feet together i felt like a bit of a pilot like oh i'm like some of the sitcom rhythms were just a bit like oh like i'm starting to figure out how they land jokes and how they do stuff and yeah um, by the end listen it, it it won me over. I did think it was an interesting... I think there are two ways to go with when you say like they all show off their um, personality. Because in this episode, yeah. they show off their personality, but very separately. All the main cast yeah. of Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, and Dan Levy are the main ones. They all have like their own little B stories, and they're all really, really funny. But I do think the eventual juiciest juice of the show will be them interacting together. Would you agree? Yeah, and... and, and... They they interact together and they interact separately. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you right. get. And the one thing I did realize when I pitched this to you is that mm. there is another fourth main cast member that actually isn't in this episode until Ooh. the end, which is yes, um, she just showed up and I didn't quite get the context, but it was enjoyable and funny regardless. Yeah, it, he's he, um, he's David's sister Alexis is basically yes. the, the fourth yes. main. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that played by Annie Murphy, Alexis Rose. Yeah. Just got the idea of her you know, being forced to, to move back in and whatnot. For the for the listener, um, mm. a brief summary of season two, episode three would be that Moira... Okay, let me just start stop myself one single word into the synopsis. Yeah. Moira is played by Catherine O'Hara. I don't know quite how I missed in all the, you know, just glancing momentarily at uh, Shits yeah. Creek memes and gifs over the years. I don't know how I didn't know that Catherine O'Hara is in this because when Catherine O'Hara is in anything... You are in the safest she's, of hands, Christopher, when it comes to comedy. She's flipping amazing. She's flipping in this amazing. Series. In oh well, that's that's good to know because in the films yeah. of Christopher Guest in Home Alone, of course, is where most people famously know her as the as the mum who shouts Kevin. Um, 
what what you know cinematic history was made but who knew that like with this just absolute cash cow of a christmas franchise she would just go on to be like one of the best comedians of her generation because she's fucking hilarious for the first five minutes it must have been like the experience of other cast members seeing her do it for the first time because i was like what the fuck is she doing like what is this voice who is this person i don't understand it honestly took me like two or three scenes to be like oh okay i really thought like it's just it's just it's just her it's just moira that's that's what moira is i'm getting i'm getting to know moira so in this episode she tries to join the town's acapella group but is upset when she realizes she is the weakest singer in the group and uh Mm -hmm. david attempts to reconcile with stevie who rejected his offer to move to New York City with him? I didn't know this context, but this is what I'm being yeah, told. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that that was part of the part of the niceness of it is like there was just yeah. a vibe there. I'm like, oh, what's this about? Alexis enjoys her new relationship with Mutt, but is upset when he tells her he wants more time apart. Johnny attempts mm-hmm. to help out at Bob's garage and return for the free office space, but accidentally sells a car that was in the garage for repairs. That I enjoyed a lot. So that was Eugene I thought you might. <laughs> Levy, the older statesman, <laughs> who ended up sitting in a chair and suddenly being tasked with responsibility. Responsibility he didn't want or need. Damn it. Um. And just, these are all just like such um, accomplished, sharp, safe hands with comedy that you just, you feel very taken care of. This is like, to me, from the first episode, it might, it might, I might be wrong going forward, but it just struck me as very sophisticated comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, this is, this is the sort of comedy that you put in a glass and you, you have a little sniff before you down it because it's fucking primo stuff, mate. It's classy as all balls and these are just so so what sort of liquid is that going in that glass jeffrey that you sniff before you down it fucking pure comedy mate the, the wine of the gods <laughs> the wine of the the laughing lol emoji gods mm. and the jazzagals is a whole really funny thing that uh you know she's just moira is lording it over these girls like listen i'm the pro singer how am i not in your singing group and then yeah a really funny good old sitcom convention was handled quite nicely which was actually yeah. some of these small town girl choir singers pretty goddamn good and so i'm yeah. thinking okay moira there's a really good scene where moira clearly realizes oh they're actually really good and i've been lording it over them how good i am and i've wormed my way in here to like audition even though i've said i'm too good to audition and all this shit and so i'm thinking she's gonna find a really funny way to get out of this and she's like oh mm-hmm. i need to go to the loo actually i'm ill actually let's do this another time she's being quite funny about but they 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 put her on the spot and they're like you have to do this bruv <laughs> you got your boy you got a lol okay because Catherine o'hara playing moira just starts doing a thing and she's clapping and she's like hey be bubby. <laughs> she, she starts scatting her little heart out and everyone's just sort of watching her and i'll tell you i'm laughing but then my favorite part was that when it was finished she just sort of got a polite clap and a few looks of like confusion but like it wasn't like, I feel like other comedies would make it a really over-the-top shit thing. And actually, right. it was just like, it was like a mild-mannered shit thing. Like, oh, that was really yeah. weird. Like, Yep, and then they moved on. <laughs> and then they moved on. And then, cherry on top, she goes home and tells her husband about it later. And it's like, I fucking knocked out the park. They didn't know what they were looking at. It was great. And like, and this is the thing that I'm going to be interested in going forward, because I'm definitely watching this show again at some point, is hmm. I can't tell if Moira knows it went badly and is just covering for it and telling her partner or if she actually mm. th- i don't know what level of self-delusion we're dealing with it or if she thinks actually yeah. i fucking killed it i think she has a bit more self-awareness than she lets on that's my hot yeah. take from just a single episode but um now that i've covered Catherine o'hara and eugene levy let me close out my review by saying i talk a lot about this you want weird connections mate here you fucking go i talk a lot mm. about being sensitive to voices and music right yeah Dan Levy starts talking, and I was like, what 
beautiful voice as this. My God, <laughs> he has some silky and sultry tones, and I was immediately like, "What a what a voice!" He, like, I don't know if it's a. Uh, I'm out mm. here wanting some ASMR from the lad or what, but like I'm instantly like the the <laughs> Who the knew? T- <laughs> yeah, who knew? I definitely didn't I didn't know. Um and I, I feel like I feel like other people who have watched Switch Shits Creek and happen to be watching uh watching I happen to be listening to this podcast. It's not the Patreon in twenty twenty five that they're not watching mm. yet. Um I think I can't be alone in this. That must be a very standard take that I was very immediately enamored by his voice and how even how clearly he is his father's son, you know, a bit of the uh, facial resemblance and the such. Like he also is very much his own man, clearly with his own sense of comic timing and comedy. And yeah. I got a, I got a bit of a, a comedy man crush going quite quickly. I thought he was really funny and really self-deprecating and really catty and just uh, a lovely voice. And I was like, you know that feeling you get when you find a... Co- I think we had it the other week with Sam Campbell too, right? Where you're like, this mm. is good energy. Give me more of this energy. And as much as those two elder statesmen, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, were brilliant, I think the reason I'm going to keep tuning in, if indeed I do, um, mm-hmm. will be the young Daniel Levy because he was a treat. Yeah, his 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 exchanges with all the characters in the show, I just yes. find hilarious because yeah. mainly, well, most the most my favorite exchanges are just him and Stevie, just being very both. It's like putting two really awkward people in a room and trying to get them through a conversation. It's kind yes. of how it is. And then yes. a lot of the time they sort of they go back and forth and they're not quite sure. Are we yeah. is the conversation over? Is it? I'm not sure. I might be. So the, okay. So that's All that's right. fun. So when I was mentioning <laughs> earlier about like on a, in a first episode you don't quite know when like the yeah. rhythms are in those scenes I, I felt quite lost at first. I was like what is the vibe here? Um <laughs> it's like did they just I literally thought it wasn't until their second appearance together i thought did they just meet is that their meeting scene because that was a very odd vibe no Um, that's just that's just their interaction and it it is slightly more awkward because there's history from season one but irrelevant their interactions were very similar in season one to (laughs) to be honest it's just they they just they just play off on each other's just ness if that makes any sense no they play off each other's nessness i hear that um i feel like there is a theme that the more we talk about it, the more I'm realizing, which is a kind of, and I guess you were you in explaining the show in that nutshell mm. capsule last week with the whole like you know they're slightly upper class, but then this thing happens to them. It is a theme mm. of incompetence. I very much enjoyed Eugene Levy not being able to do stuff at the garage. I enjoyed Moira mm-hmm. not being able to pull off the singing, and then this was probably my favorite because Daniel Levy was trying to be out here saying I can I can make a box. I just need the tools, <laughs> but even with the tools. Like, I can't make the box, but I really, I really enjoyed, and I don't know about you, I could really relate to also <laughs> the, like, the really sincere, like, no, I'm going to fucking do this energy he brought into the beginning of the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> that just petered out the second someone who knew what they're doing walked in and offered to help, and he realised he had to, like, fully backtrack and just... <laughs> I liked it. I can't even remember the, the full exchange now, but um, the chap who's helping him do it in the end, they almost yeah. get into an argument. He's like, listen, I'm just going to let that go because you're helping me now, and I just need to, <laughs> yes. I need to see that through. Um, and I just really related to that energy and thought he handled it really... In a really funny way. Listen, I'm 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 a I'm a Shit's Creek guy. It's happened. Do you think it's happened yet? Do I need to be a few more episodes deep to count as a guy? I think I do, right? Yeah, possibly. I, I mean, if 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 you enjoyed it, I'd I'd go back to the beginning and and start and and you'll see all the energies pretty much 
there. And it's, mm. it's quite funny because I think I mentioned last week when I pitched it mm. that I'm enjoying it more now because yes. I think it took me a while to get the vibe in season one. Oh, so okay. in, my, in, yeah. in my head, I remember thinking, oh, season one, they were just finding their rhythm and whatnot. And I, I didn't quite click. But when I went back and rewatched it, they had it from the start. I just didn't get it. And it, it, I found I found that really interesting. And I found myself laughing at season one more than I remembered, where I thought, oh, by season two and three, we're like, we're in and we're doing it like yes. most sitcoms. But actually, I, I was like, oh, no, I, it just took me a long while to get, get that, on it. I, th- I think you've, you've helped me land on, like, probably one of my favourite takeaways about the way we consume content, which I, I want our, our podcast to emphasise, right? Which is, as much as we're pitching stuff, as much as we're scoring stuff, as much as we're guessing scoring stuff, mm. What my guy here just described with season one didn't stop him cracking on with it. So like you hmm. do not have to come hot out the gate. And that's the it's funny because like that is sort of the nature of our little our little yeah. shop over here, right? We do like to, to get some scores going and make some judgments and to do some reviews and some critique and it's it's fun as all get out. But like I I do really um actually I always go back to the first music I fell for the hardest and you know uh, Radiohead being the best example of just like how much it didn't land the first time as much as it deepened and maybe mm. the first time was a, as a still a good experience and was like oh wow what's this but like it wasn't all sweetness and froth and the enjoyable part right at the top right there's something deeper to it so I do love this idea of you spending the first season like hmm I'm not fully getting it and then later you're like oh I, I get it all now it's just that timing thing again so I mm. do love that so with that all said do you how co- like we we did the whole confidence thing before with me? Do you do you feel like I'm you... quite confident? Oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now you that I'm how, look- you know now... how you were feeling, gone. Go yeah. on. I was just gonna say now that I'm looking at my scores, I'm like, oh, I don't know if my review actually correlates as a hundred percent. Well, I was confident. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> um. You know how you were like, oh, we're all in threes and fours and we're all in this, that and the other before you gave your scores previously. Yeah. There's only one number in this review and it's across the board. Oh. And it's four, four, four. (laughs) (laughs) I felt felt very performative. That was good. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I think the listener knew you were about to say four. I knew you were about to say four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, just you actually saying four three times really got me that i felt very like i don't know how to know how to keep going with this podcast right now i'm, I'm verklempt i'm sweating that's really really was fun. i correct no you're incorrect uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you're one off and it's a draw week because as usual your boy's out here just like wondering it up at the start yeah, <laughs> yeah. three four four the scores um i thought you were a bit more excited i thought you because i've been <laughs> Un- I've been getting your anticipation wrong yeah. every single time, and yeah. you were like, "I was excited for it," so therefore I went up a bit. <laughs> and then so this time I was like, "He was excited, so I'm going to go up a bit." And realize you're just working me, you're playing me. It's uh, listen, fine. I'm not working, time. I'm not playing. I just feel like uh, I know. felt like it was fours across the board. I okay, like I was <laughs> you lying. St- you, stick to- <laughs> you have your truth. And... I feel like I'm feeling very attacked right now. Yeah, the listener can weigh in. Um, we need some sensitivity training on the yeah. podcast. I feel like on the, on the X platform, comment and if you agree that Jeff's lying, cool, brilliant. If you on the X Go platform on. or any other one, <laughs> well, not any other one. We're not on any other one. But if you can just like you know give us a cheeky uh, phone call, that would be grand. Um, I don't know how you're going to get our phone numbers, but crack on. Um, what are the, what's the deal with the scores? Like, what the what what way? 
when I say three, what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? That's no one's. I, I, it's just a pure vibes thing, and I do feel like I spent a lot of season one very angry with you for your scores. <laughs> so I quite like it coming back at me now. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, I That's don't like fun. the feeling of a draw though. It is a bit. That's fine. That's fine. I, 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 we could take a draw. We can and eventually, oh, as of right now, mm. our homepage on our website is up to date. Oh, <laughs> the Let's scores go. page isn't because I haven't written them down anywhere nice and neatly. Mm. So one of us is going to have to do that trawling through the podcast to rem- remember what the scores were. Okay, new game. We both yep. based <laughs> the second I said it, and I like immediately felt my brain get excited and think, "No, this isn't a joke. It's a real idea." I thought I can't say it because <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> idea ever. What we do is we go back, we look at all the pictures, and we do the guesses now, and who's ever closest to the actual guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing a game within a game? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Let's fair let's enough. let's talk new. Yeah. Fair enough. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. Have you ever moving, heard moving swiftly on? Have you ever heard a more shut the fuck up? Fair enough in your life. Um, <laughs> now speaking of uh, shutting the fuck up, we're nearly there, ladies and gentlemen, but not quite because you know how the show ends, as I explained so succinctly in my thirty-second game earlier when I was talking about <laughs> another podcast or something, football. Mm-hmm. Um. We pitch now. Now is the pitches. I am going to get my pitch up on the interwebs here. Have you got yours ready to go? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Have you, have you been wavering? Because I, I just, you know, I always want to annotate our podcast as we go, of course. But I do I do feel like a few things you said during this week, I'm like, ah, oh, that would be a fun one. Ah, oh. And there's a few future ones now that you have bookmarked with certain comments. But I'm sticking to the one I had at the start of the show. And it sounds like you're doing the same. Mm-hmm. But you have I've been never, I... never? go. On. You didn't let me finish my sentence. Um, I was pretty much never? nailed on, nailed on with this pitch when I figured okay. it out earlier feel... this week. I was like, "That's it. It's, it's not changing." Okay, so. you. But you have been a. We've both been rogues in the past and rift. Let's. I let's... can't. I, can you just say that again, just a bit clearer? Because so we have been we... on my end. I can't hear what you're saying. We have been rogues in the past and just and just on the fly. Actually, oh rogue is, sorry yeah. rogue was the word i couldn't make out sorry Rogues. Yeah. absolute renegades um shout out rogue from x-men i, was, I thought you were gonna shout out the renegade twins oh <laughs> from what christopher the renegade twins from who from marvel okay <laughs> <laughs> oh let's get off this damn episode this episode is done this episode finished and, and it's, fairly, it's, a fairly, it's a fairly short one depending on how long our pitches take which at the moment are taking a very long time so. <laughs> right okay. what are we doing are You're you going first to me no because i'm i don't know why i i there's, so there's a roguish tint or hint or spark that's almost taking over where i'm almost so um something else. jeffrey yeah hi i have i have an obsession you have many um which I thought I'd never be able to get on this podcast until you literally handed it to me on a plate Doesn't sound earlier like this week. Doesn't sound it like does. It does sound like you. <laughs> um, you literally said, here, mm. pitch this to me, Christopher. Worlds collided. Uh, and oh, okay. and I, I consumed the thing you gave me yeah. and I thought, what better than to shove it back in Jeffrey's face mm. and I get to spend an hour next but- week talking about coffee don't appreciate so, the shoving imagery but yes <laughs> so jeffrey yeah. you're consuming the podcast diary of a ceo with the guest james hoffman on it wow diary of a ceo 
um, is the, is the real shocker here because like what are you? I'd never consumed about? it before in my life. Well, that's interesting, <laughs> but of course yeah. James Hoffman was eventually going to end up on this podcast, and mm-hmm. this is it. So for the listener who was like, "What's he talking about?" Um, I actually sent this to both him um, and his sister Bex, who was one of uh, the highlights of this season, joining us on the podcast because we were having a bit of a, a podcast chat too. We talked talked about Diary of a CEO. So when I saw Christopher's coffee guy James Hoffman coming up on that podcast i sent it to both of them so i didn't realize what i was doing um no. i really thought this was going to be the colleen rooney thing again i keep thinking you're gonna fucking because <laughs> i'm interested but i need you to pitch it for me to fucking watch it i'm not just watching it i've got Is a life on goggle box <laughs> no it hasn't been on go- maybe that would that would scratch that itch that's actually a really good shout so can you hold off actually i take back what i just said stop taking my silver platters i'm giving you okay give them back to me and ask me to reconsider um okay that's a really interesting great pitch i did want to tell you today that i was running mm. through harrow not away from someone, just running. And I passed someone who I, mean... I, I was so sure he looked like James Hoffman. I kind of wanted to run back and go talk to him. But then I realized I know nothing about this guy. And I would just say the word coffee at him while being sweaty and weird. So let's not go um, interrupt mm-hmm. him. But could James Hoffman have been in Harrow? There, there was a guy I used to work with who looked a lot like him, to be fair. Maybe it was <laughs> him. worked in Harrow. Oh, fantastic. Oh, when you Possibly. worked in Harrow. Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were just also... You know what, listener? Maybe. I hope I hope you like us, but some of the simple pleasures in life are just people look like other people, and I enjoy that, okay? So don't judge There's me. There's a word I for enjoy that. that. Um, it's not quite... No, see, this. it's not the doppelganger thing. I just think... What made people... you think that, that word would be the word that <laughs> What were you thinking? Looky like You'll never you. know. <laughs> Jeffrey, what am I doing this week? <laughs> uh, um, okay, so. <laughs> so um, it's did, been a day for yeah, Jeffrey. It's been a day for the pod. Um, did you ever think, Christopher? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to know. Um, did you ever think I would be pitching... No. The 1,423rd episode of anything ever. Of The Simpsons. Today, no, <laughs> I, I wish. Today is that day. And today you get to round out some some knowledge, some context that was already brewing quite enjoyably during your listen to the entire run of The Strike Force 5. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Okay. This week... <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Have you ever heard it? Okay, more get to the point. Um, (laughs) This is the return, Christopher. It's finally happening. And I lost my shit when I saw the news of it. David Letterman has returned to The Late Show. He is the guest on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. His first time back since leaving the show 1,423 episodes ago. It is the November 20th episode. So it was just this week that he appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And that's right. It's not a it's not a YouTube video, even though there are clips. This is the whole forty something. I'm watching a whole episode of Stephen Colbert. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're right. Whoopee. Where? Yes. Whoopee. Indeed. Um, it's not. I don't know where you would find it online because that's the whole thing. So let me let me just <laughs> let me just figure out the whole VHS copy thing in time for you. But that that's what. That's that's what you're watching. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, we have an episode, the first, actually, episode of Late Night Television um, mm-hmm. and Musical Guest the National, just saying, and a podcast episode 
Um, so yeah, any other thoughts as we close out here this week? Not really. Just feeling no. a little disappointed. In the pitch? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. I, I literally listened to the whole Strike Force 5 podcast. We spoke about it loads and you're like, yeah. you're doubling down. You're tripling down. <laughs> You're just... <laughs> I wasn't going to mention Alex knows best, but maybe oh. he does. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so we're... Okay, so in offering you any final thoughts, you're doubling down on <laughs> trying to explain how dissatisfied you are, which is usually a thing we talk about the following week. Okay, well, listen, you did 12 episodes Maybe I'll be day. surprised. Maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe. maybe I'll have a wonderful time. Maybe. Maybe. And, um, yeah, listen... And that's did, why we did, do did, what we do. Did you have a... <laughs> What? That was the secret. Why is? Oh, because there's a maybe. Okay, yeah, that is why we do what we do. Did okay, you know, there's always a taking the temperature. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if we need a baseline. We need a baseline. How are we going to know about a during and after scores if we don't have a baseline to start from? Generally? This is true. Just um, but just just to confirm something, you did enjoy the Strike Force Five, hence listening to the. Whole I did. Interesting. I'm just a little bit. I like tiramisu, but I don't eat tiramisu every day. That's, that's I mean, what I'm this, is, this is this is a this is a great shout for Mister. His RuPaul, his RuPaul. Like, listen, sometimes you need hey, tiramisu. There was a gap. Follow up. There was quite there, a there big was gap. A gap. There was a gap. And listener, hear mummy and daddy argue for just a bit longer. We're going to sign off on a better <laughs> note. Don't worry. But there was a gap, and there was timing. And I didn't just pitch Strike Force Five. I literally pitched the OG. This is actually quite a fun. Uh, contrast because like this this is like a really just in theory I'm not talking about the episode itself but just the fact that it's a thing that happened in the world this is a really exciting it's a big deal <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, fine. it's fine I get I get you Jeff I get you you get excited about stuff and some of us don't I just, <laughs> you get excited. I, I've seen you get excited about stuff the coffee guy okay. exactly so this is this this <laughs> This week is a very classic. There's a thing I'm the excited energy about. energy <laughs> has been sucked out the room. I will turn the guitars up now. Yeah, you do that. You know Crank what? Crank it up. Talk us out, Jeffrey. Okay. Talk us out. So we're both this ones for anticipation that has next been week. You. Okay. <laughs> it just is what it is, okay? And we just plod on and we review it regardless, okay? And maybe it gets cranked up to a three. And maybe someone guesses uh, anticipation score for once. And maybe, maybe if one of the co-hosts, um, you know, insisted on the word cold for how he felt he was left at the end of this episode, maybe, hopefully, you feel slightly differently and you feel a little bit warm. Hey, maybe you feel like a tiny little blanket has not only covered your exposed toes and covered your calves and your ankles too. Ooh, why don't I just dive into this whole thing and fall asleep with this podcast right now? I love falling asleep to a podcast. Wake up! Sorry, sorry, I just had to do that. I always uh, think it's a funny idea. Um... For now, though, it's time to get out of here. This is the end. This is the bit where I say goodbye, and he says take care. So, goodbye. And take care. If you don't like when we misspeak, or boost the audio, or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro, or the bit in the middle, or this outro, or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast, too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead. 
you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content Or like me, the word content Then please go be more content And never listen to us again